You're traveling through another dimension. A dimension comprised of knowledge, opinions, and entertainment. A journey on a virtual information highway into a wondrous land whose boundaries are more distant than the outer reaches of the Twitter sphere. Your next stop, the Trend Zone. We're not the suits that talk football, we're the dudes that know football. And you've just crossed over into the Trend Zone. Casey here with Dave. We are the football dudes. Dave, are you ready, bro? Oh, yeah. You got that right, my friend. <laughs> it is an area which we call the Trend Zone. And it's Saturday, July 1st. We're coming to you from Los Angeles, California. It's a beautiful 79 degrees. And Dave, we made it to July. That means we're officially in training camp month, bro. How stoked are you? Oh, completely stoked, my friend. No doubt about it. And you're right. It is a beautiful uh, 4th of July weekend that we are experiencing here in Southern California. Oh, you got the nice uh, breeze coming in from the uh, Pacific Ocean there. West side <laughs> living, baby. It doesn't get any better, does it? Oh, it's, the, it's, it's amazing, folks. Amazing. <laughs> nice. Well, we're getting you guys ready for the upcoming 2023 season, um, taking it division by division. Today, we're going to be in the NFC North. Let's go ahead and get it started with the Hotland Falcons. They finished fourth place at 7-10 and 10 last year. Head coach Arthur Smith into his third season. Dave, he reached out into the division to get a little help. Yeah, def defensive coordinator Ryan Nielsen comes over from New Orleans. He was uh, sort of under that Dennis Allen tree, uh, and they've been uh, pretty good defensively over there in New Orleans for a while. So uh, a new look on the defensive side, trying to shape up that side of the football uh, and give it some new leadership there. And Dave, on the other side of the football, man, I can't think of a more exciting roster. Now, they still have a lot left to prove, but the pieces they're assembling here are pretty exciting, including uh, – the eighth overall pick in the first round of this draft. Well, that would be B. John Robinson. Too high for a running back? Mm, we'll find out. We'll see what kind of impact he can have. This team already could run the ball uh, pretty well with uh, last year's rookie, Tyler Algier, having over 1,000 yards rushing. So this is the team that is uh, the most committed, maybe, in the NFL to running the football. Uh, it's an old school scenario. And so maybe Bijan is sort of Mr. Everything. He can catch the ball out of the backfield and everything like that. Um, obviously, he was, in many people's eyes, the number one overall prospect in this draft. Obviously, quarterbacks get the nod and running backs have been pushed down the board uh, in recent years. But Bijan Robinson, I don't think there's any football fan out there that is an incredibly stoked to see what this guy could do. On this Falcon squad, dude. And, you know, let me let me make this. Another thing they brought in is O-lineman Matthew Bergeron yeah. uh, in the draft there. And he is a road grader blocker dude, too. So they're shoring up that line. There's no secret here what they want to accomplish there. Yeah, dude. And as an Oklahoma Sooner fan, I'm happy to see B. John Robinson leave Texas and get to the NFL. And um, he's so versatile, <laughs> powerful, fast, everything you could want. And, Dave, this is adding him to a lot of good pieces that they got in last year's draft too. Yeah. I mean, I, I loved last year's draft with uh, Drake London from USC, uh, big time receiver there. Uh, Desmond Ritter, the quarterback. I thought he was a, a kind of a steal as he slid down into the third round uh, athletic guy too. So let's not forget that he can, he can really move too. Uh, so they can threaten uh, with him as, as part of the run game as well. So I think the, a lot of the, the, the offense, you know, the weapons here that they're putting together, uh, really, really exciting. Uh, obviously, uh, they still have Kyle Pitts. He's sort of maybe underachieved at this point in his, you know, we thought he would just completely dominate initially, but now, uh, as a piece of this puzzle, uh, this is coming together pretty nicely. 
yeah, Desmond Ritter getting his chance to uh, run with this squad there. And they brought over Taylor Heineke just in case yeah. Ritter can't handle the situation. Uh, we like the way Heineke plays. He's uh, just one of those hard-ass guys that, you know, yeah. is a grinder that uh, the team really likes. So I think he will help uh, mentor Desmond along the way. But, Dave, they went out and grabbed a couple sweet free agents to help uh, Nielsen take over that defense this year. Uh, yeah, no question. Uh, adding Jesse Bates, uh, yeah. Cincinnati safety was a huge win there. Clayus Campbell uh, coming over uh, as well to shore up. Uh, the the uh, the linebacker uh, situation there, edge rusher, whatever you want to call them there. Um, so you know, I mean, I think they really put together some good quality uh, play, play players here, uh, with uh, also Bud Dupree uh, in the mix there as well. So uh, there's a lot of talent uh, on that side of the ball for the new defensive coordinator to work with. Yeah, it's pretty exciting. And uh, even though they finished last, they weren't far off the pace, Dave, because the New Orleans <laughs> Saints came in third place at, you guessed it, 7-10. This is Dennis <laughs> Allen's second season as head coach of the Saints. And um, they tried to get better on the defensive side with their first pick in the draft as well. Yeah, I think there was a there was kind of a lot of turnover in the defense. This has been a really good defense under Dennis Allen's. Uh, even when he was just the DC there, they were playing mm-hmm. some excellent defense there, and uh, I think they they lost a handful of bodies there. But bringing in Brian uh, Breesy, uh with their first pick, they I think they traded down a couple of times before they before they landed on him, uh, and um, I think that, that that could be a nice addition to the defensive squad. No, yeah, he, uh, oh, let me mention also Isaiah Foskey, former Notre Damer. Can't forget my Notre Damer there. Love uh, the Domers. He a, yeah, he he was an impact player though with the Irish, and let's see, you know, he was a difference maker, like a disruptive player, and we'll see if he can kind of bring that uh, that kind of style uh, to this defense as well. Yeah, dude, and on the back end with Marshawn, uh, Marshawn Lattimore, Marcus May, and uh, Tyron the Honey Badger Matthew. Man, this is a pretty sweet defense, yeah. and obviously Cam Jordan, one of the best to ever do it up there. But Dave, on the other side of the football, man, not Andy yeah. Dalton, no, not Jameis Winston. <laughs> Rev it up, baby. Rev it up. <laughs> That's right. Derek Carr uh, is probably in the whole division with the you know one of the biggest additions to any of these four squads. Uh, he certainly gives this team. Um, a new look at the quarterback position after going through a couple of uh, 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 battles between the quarterbacks last in the last couple of seasons. So uh, this this looks like one of the biggest offseason gets for any squad in the NFL. For me, they bring in basically a really, really solid pro quarterback, upper half of the NFL quarterback in Derek Carr. I think that they're going to be really, really excited uh, with what he brings and the stability to that position, I think. Totally. You know who else is stoked is last year's uh... – 11th overall pick Chris Olave from Ohio State really flashed last year. They also drafted Trevor Penning, the lineman from Northern Iowa. But Dave, now you add Derek Carr to this mix. They bring over Jamal Williams, fan favorite from the Detroit Lions. They re-signed Juwan yeah. Johnson, who had some epic games. And they got some. Uh, they got it going with Michael Thomas, who seems to be uh, gruntled now after a couple years of being disgruntled. <laughs> Man, they have a lot of weapons on this offense. 
Yeah, no doubt. And it, Michael Thomas is going to be a huge part of that if he can stay healthy and, and we can get that Michael Thomas when he was that incredibly dominant player. We haven't seen that in a handful of years. But again, the quarterback position hasn't been what it is now. I think with Derek Carr, with the chip on his shoulder, you know, he never wanted to leave the silver and black. But here he is. Uh, I think this is, uh, you know, the way when he landed here, I think he just found like, this is it. I found the the right, this is the right thing for me. And Chris, you mentioned Crystal Lave. He had a nice rookie season, but mm-hmm. they still traded so much to get him. Uh, he really has to pan out in order to to be worth all the picks. That I think it was something like four or five picks all said and done by the time they got him. They were moving around like crazy. Um, but he is a, uh, an excellent player back there. So, I mean, you know, we'll see if they can put it all together. Uh, and under Derek Carr's leadership, I think uh, th- this team has a chance to be uh, a surprisingly good football team. Absolutely. Trade in that silver and black for gold and black because he <laughs> loves gold. <laughs> All right, Casey, that is it for the Saints. Then we'll go ahead and uh, remind our listeners that the Trend Zone, the show you're listening to now, is available for su- uh, for subscription on Spotify, Apple Podcasts, Google Podcasts, Amazon Music, wherever you get your podcasts. Please, folks, go ahead and subscribe now. All right, up next, the Carolina Panthers. They also finished at 7-10. That was good enough for second place. Um, Frank <laughs> Reich fired from the Colts. He comes over. He replaces Steve Wilkes, who replaced Matt Rule after Rule's 1-4 and four start. Dave. We think they got a steal in Frank Reich here, bro. Oh, absolutely. I think Ursay was crazy to pull the trigger um, on on Frank Reich when he did. Uh, but we'll see. Time will tell. I think Frank Reich is going to be the right man for this job right here. Uh, as obviously, uh, you know, the Carolina Panthers uh, under Tepper there have been doing everything and anything possible to try and uh, – get this team into the win, you know, winning caliber, uh, column there. And, uh, I think Frank Reich is a perfect dude to, uh, to sort of build this team up, uh, especially, uh, with a new, there's a lot of newness going on here and it's yeah. exciting at this point. They want to compete by getting rid of Christian McCaffrey and DJ Moore. They're trending in the right direction, but you know what they did? <laughs> they did get aggressive and they jumped up there and got the number one overall pick in the NFL draft. Yeah, and that's Bryce Young, and and you're right. They did give up um, a lot to get him, but that's what it takes when you go mm-hmm. from. I mean, they weren't uh, one of the worst teams in the league. You just mentioned at the top of this, there were seven and ten. That's not that far off of being a decent squad. And uh, they targeted their guy. Uh, it cost them a handful of draft picks, and in, and including um, DJ Moore, which was a w- would have been a corner piece to this squad. Uh, he's a you know high quality player player out the door, but you get in the door, Bryce Young, and that's the important thing. Now you're you're building around Bryce Young, and and you've got like I said, Frank Reich, sort of a quarterback whisperer, uh, guiding that that uh, that direction there. Yeah, and then last year's draft, Aquama, they uh, fixed up the offensive line a little bit. They got Matt Corral last year out of Ole Miss. Um, it's going to take a lot for him to jump up into the mix. But if you're mm-hmm. developing one young quarterback, you might as well make it too. But they went out and got some nice pieces, some veteran leadership to help uh, Bryce Young in his transition. Oh, yeah. I mean, I think it, what they have done, and it's not common that this happens. A lot of times you try and put young pieces around that young quarter, let, let them grow together. But this is a case where I think we're going to get him as comfortable as he can be by adding dudes like Miles Sanders, Sanders at running back, a solid running back there. Uh, DJ Chark, 
uh, at wide receiver, Hayden Hurst at tight end, Adam Thielen, a productive wide receiver. Uh, I really like that they did put pieces around him. We're going to see what he can do right away because these guys aren't going to be making mistakes. It's going to gel together more quickly than if it was a whole bunch of young guys. Yeah, too. And LaVisca Chenault right there, who's shown some flashes, too. And in yeah. the second round this year, of course, they got Jonathan Mingo out of Ole Miss. And Dave, I think the thing that impressed me most about this um, team last year was the defense and how well they played down the stretch for Steve Wilkes. If, uh, you know, Wright can capture a little bit of that moving forward, man, um, they could be right in the mix there, too. There's no doubt this team is is you know, like this division is as up for grabs as any division. They also also on the offensive side uh, had Terrace Marshall. He's a young yeah. guy, so they do have a mix of young guys in there. And you mentioned Jonathan Mingo in this year's draft. Um, so I think it's a nice mix of players on that side of the football. Uh, obviously, uh, this team is you know if it comes together, the division is for for the taking. You know, Mingo just a pawn in game of life, Dave. <laughs> <laughs> All right, up next, we have the division winners, the Tampa Bay Buccaneers roaring to that finish line at 8-9. and nine. Of Ooh. course, they got smashed in the wildcard round against my Dallas Cowboys, 31-14. That was good enough to send Tom Brady into retirement, and now head coach Todd Bowles going into his second season in Tampa Bay's got to turn this thing around. Yeah, and we'll, we'll you know we'll see now that uh, obviously there's there has been a bunch of changes uh, obviously on the offensive side and Bowles is a defensive guy. There's been a bunch of changes on the defensive side as well, but there are some holdovers uh, as well. They you know bring back Levante David, Jamel Dean. Those are solid solid players on that defensive side, uh, and they um, they did have a couple of dudes move on, but still Vita Vea there. I'm missing guys Shaq uh, as well. Uh, so. Um, there are a lot of talented dudes still that could put together. Those are pieces that were uh, from that Super Bowl winning defense from a handful, handful of years back. Yeah, and you mentioned a defensive-minded head coach. They went out and got uh, a brick house at the defensive line position uh, in the first round there, Kalaja Kansi out of uh, Pittsburgh. Can I say Pittsburgh University, or is that just <laughs> for the Steelers? <laughs> you might have saved that for the Steelers, um, okay. but Kalijah Canty Casey, he was the, um, the 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 comp for him, of course, was Aaron Donald, which is saying a crap load <laughs> about this dude. But when you look at him from a physical standpoint, he kind of matches the the general physical uh, attributes that an Aaron Donald will have. Uh, if it can have anywhere near that kind of impact, then it will be exactly what they'd hope to get uh, there out of their first rounder. And they uh, really hit a home run with Tristan Wirfs a couple years ago. They added uh, Cody Mock, the lineman of North Dakota State, uh, in the second round of this draft. So um, it's weird. This team got a lot of veterans, but they're also kind of rebuilding. But Dave, who do they have at quarterback, bro? <laughs> well, let me first talk about Cody Mock real fast, dude, because Cody Mock, of course, has no two front teeth. The... The, the 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 quote on him, toothless and ruthless. Oh, I love I it, baby. We got to get a shirt made up right away. <laughs> I got to give Daniel Jeremiah credit for that one. Um, but Casey, back to the quarterback position. Obviously, you're right. Uh, life after Tom Brady. Uh, I mean, we'll see. Is he still retired? <laughs> At this point, he is. And we're expecting that to be the case. Uh, but uh, this team does bring in um, 
some guys here to to fight for that quarterback position. Obviously, your former Sooner uh, at the top of the list there, but um, also, um, uh, who who who's he going Kyle against? Trask Kyle Trask from Florida. Right. So Baker yeah, should so win the, that the, job, it, hands down. But Baker should win the job. Let's 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 be clear about that. Uh, we expect Baker Mayfield to to go ahead and win that position, but uh, they're not just handing it. Uh, Kyle Trask is in. Uh, in in the mix there, but um, yeah, if things go the way they'd hope, uh, you can kind of uh, look back at that that Rams game, which was beautiful at the end of the year uh, last year, where Baker came in and on short notice uh, did some really really uh, fun things at the end of that football game to sort of show people, hey, he's still a gamer, you know, and he can still get it done despite having some uh, not so pretty uh, ending to his time in Cleveland and a, a pretty rough go of it in in Carolina. Oh, I thought you were going to add on smashing the Raiders to the <laughs> Rams game, but <laughs> that's what I was alluding to, Casey. So beautiful, so beautiful. You know, but lots of weapons there for Baker. Obviously, Mike Evans, Chris Godwin, Russell Gage, yep. Rashad White out of the draft last year um, really was super effective down the stretch, enough to let um, playoff Lenny into free agency. And you know, they have pieces everywhere. The mm-hmm. offensive lines. Uh, when healthy is pretty good. And you mentioned all those players on defense. So it's really all about Baker seeing if he can, yeah. you know, capture that magic he had with the Sooners. It's been real hit or miss. He's shown some flashes in uh, all his stays in the NFL, but just not consistent enough. Yeah. And, and you're right. This is uh, all the other pieces are in place to win this division. If Baker can play like the, best Baker that we've seen when he took the Cleveland Browns to the playoffs and they were playing their best football and he was playing his best football. If that Baker can kind of reestablish himself here, then this team um, is going to hit the, hit the ground running. Basically it's going to be fun to watch. I cannot wait. So many ways to check out the football dudes, the trend zone, the podcast you're listening to right now available for subscription on Spotify, Apple podcasts, Google podcasts, we're now on Amazon Music, baby. Find us wherever you get your favorite podcasts. Yeah, and go ahead and like us on Instagram and Facebook. Follow us on Twitter at Football Dudes LA, and make sure you tag us across all social media platforms. And just hang out at FootballDudes.com. That is going to do it for this episode of The Trend Zone. We're not the suits that talk football. We're the dudes that know football. For Dave, I'm Casey. We are out of here.